6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. I wanted to get into this. Um, you might have heard after years of really kind of dilly-dallying, Canada has decided to pursue a deal to purchase 88 F-35s from Lockheed Martin in an about face for the Prime Minister who swore on the campaign trail back in 2015, you'll remember this, that a Liberal government would find another source for next-generation fighter jets if elected as government. Well, how many years on now? The government announced yesterday that it's going to spend up to $19 billion to buy the jets to replace the Royal Canadian Air Force's aging uh, F-18 fleet. Well, our first guest this afternoon had a front row seat to all of this as he served as commander of the Royal Canadian Air Force from 2015 to 2018. Lieutenant General retired Michael Hood kicking the show off this afternoon. Michael, welcome back. Hey, thanks, Jalen. Good to be talking with you. Yeah, so where's your head at today or yesterday, I guess, when you first heard this news that this is what was finally going to happen after all of these years? Yeah, I've been thinking about that a little bit. I, I mean, in a way, it's a bit bittersweet because it's it's taken so long to get to what many of us would have considered a pretty obvious decision as far back as uh, as 2010. But regardless, it's a great day for the Air Force and, and the young men and women that are going to be put in harm's way are going to be given the best tool to do that job. So I, I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. How much, uh, you know, I mean, everyone right now saying uh, that politics just got in the way of this decision. Would you would you agree with that? Oh, I, I mean, in an egregious way, um, you know, I'm, I'm not sure who advised the, uh, the prime minister on that, you know, fateful day in Halifax in 2015 when he said he was going to buy something cheaper and put the money into into boats, but you know all of the information was available to uh, to him and his team, and it's unfortunate that it's dragged out so long because it really just was a political pawn um, instead of what we really needed to be as a an essential military capability. So, what do you believe that that the, the political games that went along with this? What impact then did that have on on the Air Force and um, its abilities? I mean, the, the F-18s. Of course, we have great maintainers in a, in the Air Force. They do great work. But did it really put us behind the eight ball? Well, I mean, it certainly set us back. And and let's remember, even with this announcement today, we'll still be flying the F-18s until 2032. So the first F-35s will arrive in 2025 and the last ones in 2032. So uh, it's not just about flying them today, it's about flying them for another 10 years, which we had pointed out 10 years ago was a reason why we shouldn't delay this acquisition any further. So, um, you know, they, I, I agree with you, our maintainers are doing wonderful work, but it's hard to bring a Windows 98 airplane into you know the latest apple ios system so which is what the f-35 looks like a former commander of the air force michael hood joining us uh, this afternoon you um i mean i can remember sitting in a in a conference room uh during an honorary colonel's conference a few years back as 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 team members tried to explain the procure, procurement process to, to us and i think it went over a lot of our heads that procurement process that that you've been a part of or you know over the years what needs to change 
uh, everything. Um, and, and I don't mean, I mean, there are great men and women in the public service that are working really hard on these, but it, it's not meant to be successful. It's meant for gates for people to say no as opposed to enable things to happen. The best example of that, and, and, and trying to be apolitical in this, when uh, the Conservatives came into power, they directed us to purchase the C-17, the very large airlifter, which is actually bringing all that aid into Poland for Ukraine right now. And we were able to deliver it in 18 months. Mm -hmm. So you can actually do an acquisition that quickly. Um, and instead, like, why are we waiting three years for the first F-35? Why, why haven't they signed the paperwork and are trying to deliver it next week? That, that's the kind of action we need to see. So we need to rethink procurement from the beginning and throw out whatever process we have in place and, and, and think of something better. Tell me about uh, the F-35, um, Mike. What makes it a, a good jet, a great jet? What is it that is going to be good for the Air Force moving forward besides the fact that it's new? Well, I mean, listen, there, you imagine plugging into a, to a system of systems. And with our closest ally, and, and you know, in Canada's Arctic, we work side by side with the U.S. Air Force. The U.S. Air Force is flying both the F-22 Raptor and the F-35. So being seamlessly interoperable with our closest allies, and of course now the Brits uh, purchase them, the Germans just announced a purchase the Australians, um, that just makes us much, much stronger um, war fighters and deterrence. So deterrence against the type of aggression we're seeing right now because we can all seamlessly work together. There's no trying to plug a F-18 in with this brand new system. Uh, you want to be as interoperable as possible, and, that, and that's what the F-35 delivers. We're hearing a lot um, uh, of pressure on on Canada to bring up that uh, that GDP spending uh, to two percent, if possible, uh, on on and, and, and turn it and give it towards or allocate it towards defense spending. There's been more and more talk that we're moving towards that. In fact, um, there has been talk possibly that it could be eventually more than that. That would that would you know be something else for national defense. What what would that, from your perspective, do? If we're sitting at, what, 1.39 right now, GDP to 2%, what does that do yes. for the military? Well, listen, I think I would, uh, I would say two things, um, Jalen. One is um, Canada already committed to this quite some time ago during the NATO conference in Wales, as did all the other NATO countries, and every NATO country is either at 2% or working towards 2%. And so it's not a question of, of will we. We said we would, so we just need to get, get on with it and, and spend 2% of GDP. But I think, if anything, the last month uh, mm -hmm. in Russia and Ukraine has shown us that, you know, modern war is a come-as-you-are party. You don't, you don't get to decide you're going to war and then buy the piece of equipment you need that's going to be delivered in a year. It's, it's a come-as-you-are party. So you're either ready and as a g7 country i think we we have the the wealth to do that and the responsibility that the world expects of us that canada will be um in these places when times are tough and you need the best to to solve them and and you know that's what two percent of gdp is going to ensure what will you be watching the in in the in the def in a budget that is now i think we just found out today april 7th will be coming down what will you be watching for 
Oh, I, I've long given up looking <laughs> at budgets, <laughs> Jay Lynn. I've I have been through the ringer on this fighter file since uh, since certainly all three years my time in command, and uh, and and I'm glad successive commanders are now going to get to enjoy uh, modern equipment, and and uh, I'll just remember fondly the uh, fighting in the trenches for this. So whatever is in the budget will be in the budget, and nothing from this government seems to surprise me anymore. Uh, retired Lieutenant General Mike Hood, the former commander of the Royal Canadian Air Force, joining me this afternoon. Mike, always appreciate your time. Thank you for this. Yeah, pleasure, Jalen. Yeah, take care. All right. Yeah, uh, Mike Hood uh, joined, or actually not joined, he was the commander of the Air Force, as I mentioned, 2015 through 2018, was uh, front and center. We saw a lot of this, witnessed it firsthand, dealt with it. And here we are. And, and I think it's important to note, as Mike said, you know, uh, you know, those F-18s are still going to be flying through to 2032, right? Just because we're going to start to see some of them doesn't mean, you know, the entire fleet gets punted out. We have to wait for all of them to show up.